Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. I'm Shanae Howard. This is Thomas Shelby. Hi. 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 And that's Ryan Robinson. Hi. Uh, Ryan <laughs> is wearing his NES cosplay today. Yeah. From the Japanese game Mother 2. Yeah. PK Fire, you understand? <laughs> or DJ, DJ Totoro. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, so what have you guys been up to this week? What have you all been playing? Well, I've been up to to this. Hell yeah, man. All right. For our listeners, what is it? Uh, it's a hitbox. And I've been up to this. Hell yeah. And, uh, Hell I don't know if yeah. You can see that there. The, Tom, it's, uh, only 500 of these bitches made. Describe you describe know? what you're holding up to the camera. Uh, it's a Sanrio Street Fighter Mad Cats Fight Stick Pro that I heavily modded with the help of my daughter. Yeah. And uh, modding, let me tell you something. Building this one, building the hitbox and modding the Sanrio stick was a bitch. <laughs> but it's done. Oh, I bet. And they work very well. How long so, did it take you? Uh, probably like an hour for the hitbox and maybe two hours for the Sanrio stick. Right but on. Uh, they're modded yeah. and they work on just about everything. And hitbox really hurts my left hand. Like almost immediately hurts my left hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I got those SPDs now. Mm. Got those what SPDs on lock now. Yeah. So You'll that's pretty yourself cool. in the process though. And I played a little bit of I played a little bit of Space Channel with it and I played a little bit of Thumper with it and it's fun for those too. Right on. So let's get you a hand brace for your left hand. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you will. Uh, as far as what I've been <laughs> playing, I've been play I started playing uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, which oh, nice. is fun. Uh, it's fun and it's, you know, it's really, they did a really good job with its presentation. Uh, as somebody who's not a fan of Dragon Ball, I don't have anything against Dragon Ball. I've just never really been into it. Uh, it's a fun game. It's fun. It looks really fun. Uh, but it seems like an expensive game to get into. It definitely has been. But right now, you can get all the content that exists for it. Because the character passes, I think they're on their third character pass, right? Oh, gotcha. Uh, so it quickly adds up. Um, yeah, actually. At any given point, like, you could buy their ultimate pass, which was, like, their... It was, like, their ultimate bundle, right? So it came with the base game and the first two character passes for $100, Right. For a hundred fucking dollars. That doesn't include the third character pass, oh. which only recently started, mm -mm. Uh, which would be an additional twenty dollars. Mm -mm. So you're looking at a hundred and twenty bucks for everything, mm -mm. right? Uh, that's the only reason. That's the, what the main thing that's kept me from getting into it over the past couple of years. Uh, but right now it's on sale. You can get everything for less than the cost of a full retail game. So that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a it's heavily discounted right now. It's fun. Uh, Marvel's better, but it's really good. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I recently went uh, this marathon, Dragon Ball Week High. Yeah, I know. You talked about then, it last episode. 
What is and that now is? my Hulu is nothing but Dragon Ball Z recommendations. Sure. Yeah. There's so many of them. Uh, I don't a little know bit what of Blaze Blue cross tag battle. Oh, nice. And that's really hard to get into. I don't know what it is. Like it, it just controls so weird. And it's like it's got auto combo, right? Which tons of games do now, right? Even fucking Dragon Ball has it. But like in most games, auto combo is not the main focus, right? Like it's there for beginners. Your own combos are gonna beat out auto combos nine times out of ten. Uh, in cross tag battle, at least playing through the game's tutorial, it's like, hey, auto combos are important. You need to do these auto combos, you know. Really? And it's kind of strange. It's kind of strange, but I do like it. Uh, I mean, it's got fucking GA from Persona, so I like it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then on top of that, of course, another fighting game. I was in the uh, closed beta for Guilty Gear Strive. So I played a good nice. bit of that, and goddamn, that game is gorgeous. But those servers, yikes! Yeah. Server maintenance all of the time. You know, you get a max or two, and then you get kicked back out, and then servers down, and it just there's a whole thing. One good thing that it did over other fighting game betas is when the server is down, it allowed you to at least play single player. Which most fighting game videos is like, nope, online multiplayer, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I like it. It's simplified over XR, which I think we all knew it. It did compared to most fighting games. So, yeah. it's cool. Do you, um, so like by simplified, do you think it's going to stay simplified or is it just because yes. it's the beta? No, no. I think like they want to bring more casuals in. Okay. You know. Yeah, and by those casuals, games are always like, very confusing to play. Right, right, right. And by, by casuals, I mean like, <laughs> like me <laughs> and Ryan, yeah. you know, because like it's our time. It it's still more complicated than like a Street Fighter for sure. You yeah. know, it's still more complicated than Dragon Ball or anything like that. You know, uh, so <laughs> yeah. Well, what have you been playing, Ryan? Uh, still a shitload of Street Fighter Five. Um. It's uh, it's pretty much, it's my go-to for the most part. Um, I started practicing with a new with a new character, uh, Ed, um, which is uh, has been going well for me so far. Um, I'm really just enjoying because uh, Tom will tell you that I am very rushed down for the most part, and I have felt like Ed very much caters to that uh, that sensibility for me. Uh, so that's been a whole lot of fun. Um, been playing a lot of Vermintide 2 with uh, with our friends uh, Jimmy and Chewy. And oh, nice. that has been a hilarious time. Um, I'm very much enjoying it. I hadn't played much of it because I, I bought that game for PC when it first came out. And I played a few, I played a few uh, rounds, but then I kind of dropped off of it. Uh, to pursue other things, and um, but getting back into it on the PlayStation, it's been it's been a lot of fun, and I think it's I think the main thing about it is being able to play with my friends. Uh, that has been like that's definitely adds to it because like I can play with random people online, but I'm not gonna talk to them. But like being able to play with my friends and bullshit with them uh, and tell jokes and shit, uh, it's it's made it's made the game very fun. 
Can I ask you, why is it that you don't want to talk to randoms online in Vermintide, but you do in fighting games? It's not that I don't want to talk to them. They don't want to talk to me. Mm. Uh, they don't. They don't. They don't talk to me. They're usually because it's usually. I'm pretty sure most of the time. Most of the time, I get in a game, it's a bunch of people who are friends with each other already, and they're already in like an, in their own party chat. Uh, yeah. So they usually will not. They will usually will not engage me in conversation. Um, with fighting games, it's. I'd say thirty percent of the time, I can get someone to respond to me and talk to me. So that's been cool. Thirty um, percent of the time, you yeah. think that that many people are actually have their mic hooked up? So they usually don't. Act, well, let, me, <laughs> let me rephrase that. They're not actually conversing with me in the way that you would converse with me, Tom. Right. Uh, they're usually telling me something like "shut up" or "this fucking <laughs> guy's talking to me." No, 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 right, right. But like, you think thirty <laughs> well, percent of fighting says. game players have their headset on, though? <laughs> Uh, so a, a good number of those times, you know how like you can hear when someone is turning on their mic. Uh, so like a good number of time, like, I'll I'll be t I'll talk just a little bit too much, and then I could hear them shuffling with their mic just to tell me to shut up. So, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I don't know. I feel like with the, maybe with all this quarantine stuff going on, like people are probably putting on their headsets more because they're with other people. Uh, you know, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, I've been having I've been having a lot of fun uh, playing both those games, and I decided to also finally get around to playing through Watch Dogs too because I played a good chunk of it uh, the first go around. But you I never... love that game. That, that yeah, game... You, you you were all about that. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. So I the copy of that game that I had was for Xbox, and I no longer have an Xbox. Uh, so I got I have the PS4 version now, and I've been playing that quite a bit. And it's uh, it's it, you know it's really fun uh, uh, doing all the hacking and making people's phones go off and making their cars drive away without them and that that shit's cool. Um, and that, sounds like you have a really bad YouTube prank show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, because uh, usually those prank shows involve uh, invading people's personal space and touching them without their permission. Uh, I'm or, just, or they're just staged. Yeah, I'm just making their phones explode. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just a prank, bro. Just a so prank. that was a that was a thing with like the Samsung Galaxy for a while, right? Like, dude, yeah, uh, dude. So that, for a hot YouTube, second. that was so fun. So there was this <laughs> around that time. There was this picture of Aaron Eckhart as Two Face. And it said, oh, yeah. and it yeah. was, and the caption was, "Note seven owners be like," and it just had his face all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I love memes. I love a good meme. Yeah. What are you in play, um, Animal Crossing, a lot of it. Uh, I'm starting to terraform, and that kind of uh, is exciting and also terrifying. Yeah. Because I. You're playing God, you know. Well, like I just like, I look online and it went so good, and they like are making hidden temples or saunas or these just beautiful like landscape masterpieces, and I'm just like, mm, I think my cliff needs would be a little bit longer, and yeah. I just feel like I nice, like I feel cliff. like a toddler. <laughs> yeah, so like I feel like a toddler like do like going about it everything, and I just feel like it, I just don't really have a good like plan. Yeah. So I've been just going online and seeing what other people are doing and then trying to think of like how I would want to do something like that if I really like it. 
Because they don't just want to copy someone's idea, but like sometimes you're never going to meet them. Just copy them. Yeah. Well, I want to like feel like I'm being creative with it. It's like what kind of what I meant. Like okay. so, I'm kind of taking okay. ideas and like <clears throat> you doing should it more copy to, like, their interest. island and invite them to your island. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get them. I'm the mayor now. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've been doing that. But also, I'm playing Talisman. Uh, I think I mentioned it last week that Berta was playing it. So I bought it, and I bought us the Berta said that bought it. Berta said that he had all the expansions. So I thought that meant that I had to buy them all. So I just uh. dropped like 80 bucks on this game. No, it's just only one person needs to have all the expansions and then everyone you play with can use the expansions. What is Talisman yeah. again? Uh, so it is a uh, fantasy board game. Okay. And so uh, like the map is the same, but like there's different um, like editions of it. Like you get random characters and it's definitely like like assassin, um, highwayman, uh, like some of them have like gods characters. It kind of looks like D and D to be honest, like characters on them as far as the art style goes. Um, but yeah, so like, Shanae, you sound like you're throwing away that stimulus check like it's your ex boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you spent your stimulus uh, check on board games. <laughs> uh, so. I did not realize when Berta was playing with it uh, is that how janky it is when you play online. Oh. So, because like, because whenever I was playing originally, it was just me and him on the computer. But um, like, I joined the <laughs> Discord room, and so we they, were they need to roll back netcode for that board game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so quite often, like somebody will get booted, and then the the computer just auto plays for you. And it will redo your turn. So, like, not only are, like, can you do things to mess, you play, like, mess other players up, because, like, you basically have to play in one ring, get to, you kind of want to get to a level, like, a skill level, go to the second one, and then, like, go to the third one and try to reach a goal. Sometimes the right. goal will change. But, um, but, yeah, so not only are you, like, able to, like, fuck up other players, but the computer can fuck up you. Because yeah. sometimes, like, if you'll do really, down. really well. It just is random. Oh, okay. I thought you said like burp. I thought you said like if there's a delay, it takes it takes your turn or something like that. No, you, like no, like because <laughs> I was gonna say what you, you should do is take your turn, and then when it's their turn, kick your router. Yeah. But... <laughs> no, no, no. Just just every now and then a player gets booted. No reason. Yeah. yeah uh, yeah. it doesn't matter if like the like the host gets booted. Like it's it. See, but, Guilty like, Gear does that, but it's a beta, so it can be. Forgiven. Yeah. So like. I just dropped eighty dollars unnecessarily. I didn't call Nintendo. They have a very strict refund policy. Sure. Don't uh, call Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo didn't publish that. Yo fault. No, I for buying all the expansions, but I didn't need to. I could have just spent forty bucks in the game, but I spent eighty. Yeah. because uh, I bought. Well, the support those developers. Yeah. Yeah. You got. Well... I mean, you got the money for it, so. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I spent eighty bucks on a game that like. That is real glitchy. So every now and then you get booted, like, and maybe it's like a tough thing that you have to do, and you do super well, and then the, and then you'll get booted. The player, your turn restarts, and the computer will do it and do sh really shitty. And so then yeah. you're fucked on something. So, it's so the last fun. time, the last time I played a game that I bought a game rather, uh, that I felt I had been ripped off because of the game's performance was <laughs> the sexy brutal on Switch. Mm. That game's fantastic, but the Switch version, holy shit, is terrible. 
So I was like, well, how can I reach out to these people? And I thought Twitter, I can reach out to them on Twitter. And I went to their Twitter page and it turned out that everybody else in the world had reached out to them for the same problem. So I just left it alone. Um, yeah, so it's like 24 hours after the purchase. Like if you haven't used it, you can get a refund. Right, but you can blast them on Twitter at any time. Yeah, just blast yeah. them. Yeah. So. Anyways, it is if anyone was wondering, apparently that's their policy. Okay. So I, um, Mr. Nintendo. So, so it's been super fun. I like, I've been hang, getting to be hanging out with people like virtually in an online game, which I haven't done in a way like that in a while. Is, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can play Street like, Fighter with us, but yeah, I mean, you could do that. I don't feel like losing over and over and over again in a non fun oh, way. You won't. Sometimes Sandy's there. Yeah. You him. Yeah. He seems to like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are so mean to Sandy. <laughs> uh, but the game is fun, but not very impressive. Sure, sure. Well, all that really matters is that it's fun and you're spending time with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, but speaking of impressive, it does uh, bring us to our topic this week, which Sweet is we want to talk about games. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Uh,. So uh, we want to talk about games that impressed us uh, in some way or fashion. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming when we originally were talking about it, it didn't have to be the entire game was impressive. Just like something, what we got impressed by something. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And it could well, be anything. Okay, so I made a list. I got a lot of games. Yeah, I have, I have a, I'm we don't have a to, list over here too. We don't have to talk about all. Uh -oh. them up into two seconds, right? One section is games that impressed me before I ever played them. Okay. Okay. That's and then the next section is games that I played. You okay. know. <laughs> I do uh, actually have a. Uh, <laughs> I have a couple on here that are like that. Yeah. Um, so like my first one, first one ever video game that impressed me, right? Uh, before I ever touched it, was The Legend of Zelda. Because the cartridge was gold. <laughs> and I was a little boy, and yeah. I thought it was amazing. You didn't know that they could be other colors. You know? Yeah, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. And it turned out it was amazing. That's really cool. Uh, I also want to throw this in with with Zelda, is uh, the original Metroid. Both, both games for the same reason. I don't think a lot of people think of those games as open-world games. Yeah. And I didn't know the term open-world game back then. Right, but like, I knew that it was special that there were not levels broken up, that I could just go everywhere. You know, no other games were doing that. Uh, at least, not to my knowledge at that that point in time. You know, sure. um, everyone else yeah. used to Mario. You know, so the open worldness of Zelda and Metroid was amazing to me. Right. Uh, w real quick. Uh, Sinead, you said you're going to get some water, and that was clearly a Coca-Cola. Yeah, I just... You weren't uh, supposed to see that? <laughs> I originally went, I didn't originally go for water, and I realized that the Brita water filter was not refilled. So, yeah. I grabbed a Coke. Tap water's not poison, it. you know. I'm drinking uh, water, that's too. That's how the Corona gets you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do also, like, back to talk, uh, Tom's, I just want to add on there, Breath of the Wild. It's all the same, like, Legend of Zelda vein. That one, that's was, not, that's... like, I was impressed before I ever played it. <sighs> okay, sure. <laughs> it's not the same. Like, no, it's the same franchise. Sure, that is the same franchise, back... yeah. 
<laughs> I thought we were bringing it up later. Uh, you know what? You're right. That Breath of the Wild, when the Switch reveal event uh, Japanese trailer, launch date trailer was shown with the Japanese voiceover, it was the first time that a video game trailer made me emotional. I still go back and watch that trailer. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I love that we get to hear his voice. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, like the Japanese actress for Zelda is so good compared to the English actress, you know. When she screams in that trailer, like, wow, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, you know, Tom, I, I've i heard a lot of people who have said that about that trailer, that, like, they saw it and they, like, they, like, they... Like usually trailers get you like they maybe get, they'll get you hyped or whatever for the game coming out, but I've that's the only time I've ever heard of a trailer making people emotional. That's really yeah, that's actually really cool. It's nuts. Uh, I've brought this up on the show many times. Final Fantasy VII impressed me before I ever played it mm-hmm. because of how crazy that ad campaign was. Uh, I remember being a kid. He's not on in, buses. Yeah, in Texas, seeing that shit on buses, and that's fucking nuts. Like, yeah. for video games at that time, it was unheard of, you know? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that, that was really cool. And then also World of Warcraft. Uh, all the fucking ad campaigns, the television campaigns oh, for that so game, good. with all the celebrities, with yeah. the white background, oh, and then shit. it would show I their avatars. You know? I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I was like, when I would see those commercials, like, this is a big deal. Of course, it was a big deal. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, WoW impressed me before ever playing it. And then I was quickly unimpressed. Sure. But, uh... <laughs> uh, I mean, WoW, obviously, like, was on my list. Uh, like, I remember seeing, like, uh, the person that was trying to get me into it, like, I remember, like, seeing some of the, like, uh, trailer stuff for it or, like, video clips of it. And I was just, yeah. like... I was super amazed. I remember. Well, and both being, of you guys like, actually played WoW, right? Like, yeah. I played it for like yeah. a few hours and then dipped. I think Brenda's you guys playing actually it again like right played now. it. Played it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I played it for years. Um, I just remember being amazed, like every when like, uh, Burning Crusade came out, when Wrath came out. Like, I just remember being super stoked about the lore. I remember like just continually being impressed by that game with like the online play with the lore the things you could do and like when they would do events and i'm like i'm doing this yeah and just being super stoked for it yeah like i just for years that game impressed me and then and it's still kind of impressive right like just the fact that people still that people still play it just the fact that that many people still play it like it's still impressive you know? 16 years later man it's impressive for many reasons yeah like like even though it's not for me it is very impressive yeah no i had that on there too i was like i just remember like just i guess like being amazed would be a better term for it than like impressed but yeah same game for sure uh the rest of games that i've actually played (laughs) you know so like uh doom i remember my dad got a pirated copy of the shareware version a pirated copy of the shareware version, right? Why Think you, about that. Wait, why would you? Uh, why would you pirate that? You can just have it because our <laughs> our neighbor, our neighbor Quentin, had the shareware version, right? And he made a copy of it for my father. I guess uh, that's, so yeah. that's faster. So yeah, yeah. So you know, 
I played it with my dad, and my dad didn't play video games really, you know. But uh, like nothing looked like that, you know. Yeah, it was fu- it's fucking crazy. Like nothing looked like that. And I'll throw as far as like visuals go, I, I always throw in Gears of War as well. I remember the first time playing Gears of War and being like, "This is what video games can look like now." Yeah, you know. And I was uh, just really, really amazed by it. Uh, Xbox 360 was the first HD. I mean, I know, like, yes, we could was technically HD, right? But like the first like 1080p yeah. console I ever had, uh, and yeah, seeing Gears of War for the first time, even though it's a game I really can't get behind nowadays. Uh, back then, I was just like very, like jaw dropping, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, and we don't we don't get that anymore. Um, what else? First time going to Ryan's house and he got GTA three. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. GTA three. Yeah. You know? That game was a fucking revelation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was fucking nuts. And like, I remember just like, uh, at Ryan's house, sometimes or at a friend's Jade's house with Vice City, like not even playing the game, just running around mm. and doing dumb shit. I think yeah. a lot of people <laughs> did that, you know? And yeah, it was fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, so and especially like when you put it in the context of what GTA was like before that, and, right? Uh, like they were because it was open world. It was, it was always open world. Yeah, but like it was but, like, like, like top down, very right. low resolution, and um, and like the the design of those the like the kind of the design of those games kind of had like it had inherent like uh, limitations with it. But then they, when they yeah. when they brought it to three D, which is like I think, um, I think that GTA three was my first three D open world game that I can remember. Oh, uh, it was for most people, right? Um, and it was just like, and like you go back to it now, and what you can do in GTA <clears throat> now versus what you could do in GTA three, like by today's standards, like that game seems very limited, but like. Back in 2001, that game seemed that game was just amazing, you know. Yep. Like you could just like I could you mean I could go anywhere and I could shoot anyone and yep. <laughs> and it was uh, really cool. No, um, them house brothers. I never got into it, but all my friends did, and I definitely saw that. I had GTA Five online on my list because that's what made me play Five. Is just the fact that you could do like you For could sure. play golf, you could you could race yeah. cars. Yeah. I like the variety. Uh, on there so like i you can go on a date they're online impressed <laughs> yeah their online was super impressive to me and that's what made me give uh Gentilado series a try and like one of them uh the next couple i have on my list are like ones that you guys know i'm gonna bring up for the shit right like shadow of the colossus is on there mm-hmm. uh because like i played shadow of the colossus <clears throat> after playing god of war okay right and, like, God of War was impressive because you're like, whoa, look at the size of these big fucking bigs. Yeah. And you're, you know, like, <laughs> uh, and that's cool, right? But then, like, Shadow of the Colossus is like, okay, they're big and they actually move. Yeah. You know? Like, God of War is like, they're big, but they're just stationary for the most part. Yeah. You know? Uh, so that really impressed me, along with many other things. Tropical Freeze, of course. A lot of people talk about context in Tropical Freeze because it is the fucking gold standard for context in video games, right? Uh, touching an enemy, hurting you, well, it hurts you because they actually hit you when you touch them. 
every platform is attached to something. We've talked about this many, many times. Uh, Guilty Gear Xrd, just because of the visuals, it's a 3D game, right? And we see Dragon Ball using the same art style. We see the newest Guilty Gear using the same art style. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy using the same art style. But it's 3D polygonal models that are made to look 2D. And if we're not going to have traditional hand-drawn sprites in fighting games anymore, this is the art style I want to see going forward, you know? And uh, it's gorgeous. For nothing else, just because it's gorgeous. Yeah. And it is my, number so one, my number one impressive game is Emily is Away. Mm. Uh, which is an indie game, which we have talked about here on here a few years ago. Uh, the whole game takes place on AIM. And if you were a teenager when AIM was big, this game is like a fucking time machine. And uh, it hits you like a ton of bricks. And that's why Emily is always number one. Uh, we've talked about Emily is away, like, both on the show and off the show. And, like, I have a... I, I really have a soft spot for any kind of media that like takes me back to a specific point in my life and like the kind of like especially and as that goes especially for like anything that harkens back to the days when i was on aim all the time and like setting my away messages and like listening to like specific kind of music at a certain time and that's yep. what that's why like shit like that is so cool to me um and but it's like they got the windows right they got yeah. the chimes right like, I don't know how it was legal for them to do that, you know? Because it's not licensed or anything it? like that. Uh, but it's fucking nuts. Me. And they made a sequel, but, like, the sequel doesn't hit me as hard because I wasn't into, you know, fucking MySpace and YouTube at that point in time. Like, I I got, I jumped on... I never had MySpace. I jumped on to Facebook late, you know? Yeah. So, like... The sequel just wasn't for me. I'm sure for some people, that's probably more effective than the original. Yeah. Uh, but for me, it's the original, you know? Right on. Yeah. Man. Cool. Oh, shoot. Uh, what about you, Ryan? What do you got? All right. We'll buckle up. Uh, all right. So my list is kind of um, like like Tom. I do have some, uh, like Tom had, I had, I have some games that impressed me before I even played them. Um, uh, but most of these games are, are games that like I've I put hands on and um, in uh, so top of my list is uh, I got River City Ransom on here. Um, nice. What's that? So for those of you who don't know, uh, River City Ransom is a is a uh, a, a beat 'em up, uh, which is uh, which has a lot of uh, RPG elements and progression <laughs> and and uh, open-ended gameplay. And uh, I think what impressed me about Rare City Ransom is, um, which stuff was stuff that I realized like as a grown-up because it's, it, a lot of it was stuff that I just didn't think about as a kid. But um, it's things like those RPG elements, which is something you didn't see in a lot of, and you didn't really see beat-em-ups back then. Um, and like, you know, the open world element of that game and like the open-endedness of like, tackling the bosses in uh, any, like, in some ways you can ca tackle the bosses in any order you want, but other times you have, yeah. so other times you have to beat specific bosses before you can unlock other bosses, and the game doesn't always explicitly tell you that. Um, no. Uh, and some, I spent a lot of times just going to the towns. Yeah. Just, like, 
Yeah. <laughs> just be like walking with the girls, uh, eating ramen, on yeah. Stone Fist. Um, but uh, yeah, that that game, you know, I, I've talked about that game, you know, a million times and at at length, many times, and it just just really cool, especially for for its time. And um, but uh, I think a lot of people don't also don't realize how influential that game was. Yeah. Like. I think like Capcom D and D probably wouldn't have happened without River City Ransom. Yeah. Uh, games like Dragon's Crown and Princess Crown probably wouldn't have happened. You know. Yeah. Uh, um, Capcom D and D is like so that was it's so crazy because like anecdotally like the um, I remember thinking of that game I was like that game I just uh, I played it as a kid in the arcade and yeah. uh, then I was at a point like I think it was at some point in my twenties. I was like, well, I remember that game, but I don't think I'm ever going to play it again. And then they released it for, they put it up on the, on, uh, on Xbox. And yeah. I was so fucking happy. Um, and they, I think there was like two games in that, in that series. And I, and I bought both mm-hmm. of them. I was really happy about that. Um, but the next game I have on here is Half-Life. And whoa, yeah, dude, like it's just like gravity guys, just imagine, dude. <laughs> like, anyway, so, like, <laughs> so, um, I think Half Life as a franchise, like, they kind of, I think they, I, Half Life One for sure was like kind of like it impressed me in the way that it was doing storytelling, like, environmentally and narratively in ways that like many shooters weren't doing at the time. And um, that stuff was like no cutscenes. Yeah, just no cut, like all in engine, and it was really cool. And it was just like it was like fleshed out, and like like characters like interacting with you, and like you being able to interact with the with the environment in ways that like no other game was doing at the time. Um, yes. And like, and then you know Half Life Two, which was like they you know they kind of it, they kind of doubled down on that and gave you you know more ways to interact with the world and like the the story was more fleshed out and and more in depth and like more realized characters and it was just uh both both the games were just you know telling stories and 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 doing things with gameplay that i hadn't seen in any other game now naturally um you can find you know physics and like the kind of manipulation of objects that you find in half-life 2 like you know in a lot of games but for you know, for what it was at the time, it was like very impressive. I think it is still impressive. Uh, I really liked Half Life. What always bothered me about Half Life uh, One and Two was that you know how like the game would stop and then load and then keep going. Yeah, yeah. Right. No one complained about that with Half Life, but they complained about it with Doom Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, half like, life, you know, Valve gets a pass, but yeah. I, and <laughs> like, I will never understand the fickleness of video game consumers, yeah. but, um, it's just one of the great mysteries of, uh, of our time. Um, we'll never know. Yeah. The world may never know. Uh, so sh- I have Shinmu on here and, uh, oh, nice. uh, I've talked shit about Shinmu many times. Uh, yes, yeah. I still don't think that it's a very enjoyable game, but uh, it did a lot of cool shit. You know the, you know the the exploration elements of the game, the the way that like you could talk to people and like solve, it's like try to solve this mystery. Um, Lucky hit, yeah. Let me tell you something about Lucky Hit, man. 
that game took away hours of my life. But capsule machines, capsule machines, and like oh, and it was like the first time like I can remember being able to play arcade games within a game, and uh, like they, I think they had a like you could play Space Harrier, and I think out, I think Space Harrier Outrun. and Outrun, yeah. And I don't know if you can play Outrun. I think but like oh, it, Space Harrier and, and Hang On were the two that they had. But it's it's like it's like River City though, right? Like in that, like. Shenmue leads to uh, Yakuza, and, like, you know, you love that shit. Yakuza's fucking badass. (laughs) But, like, you can see, like, you can clearly see the DNA there, you know? I've I've said many times that Yakuza is Shenmue if Shenmue were fun. Yeah. Uh, And, um, but, you know, at the time, like, when I first... And and this is, like... This is in one one of the many ways I felt, like, at the time, like, the Dreamcast was just ahead of its time. And, uh, like, just all the little details and being able to pick up, pick things up and interact with them and, like, look at them, like, turn them around in your hand. It was just, that was just really cool. Um, you know, and... Excellent soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I'm pretty sure that, and I think I mentioned this last, last week, I'm pretty sure that all the weather in that game was from meteorological data from that period of time. And I was like, they didn't have, oh, to, do, cool. they didn't have to do that, but they did it. <laughs> and that's, that's really neat. Um, I wonder if there's a guy that was like really, really into weather. He's like, guys, guys, great yeah. idea. <laughs> <laughs> you really... know what? Can I, can I bounce something off of that, Ryan? Yeah. No. Uh, Assassin's Creed one was the only Assassin's Creed game I ever liked. Right. Yeah. It's the only one I ever finished. And it was cool to me. No. And it was cool to me because, like, Assassin's Creed 1 is the only game in which every person you take out in that game is somebody who actually disappeared at that point in time in history. Yeah. You know? Like, there was at least some sort of historical accuracy there. Sure. Uh, And, like, then they just, now they just do whatever they want, you know? Yeah. Uh, they said that Ben Franklin went to France, and in in real life he went to France. Do you kill Ben Franklin in those games? Yeah. No. All about Wait, the Benjamins. You? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were seriously for a second. I was like, "Wait, what?" I mean, that sounds like it would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, so I, ha- you I have No Man's Sky on here. Uh, so I thought about it. I was one of the people who liked No Man's Sky from day one. Uh. It was just, I thought, like, out of the gate, like, I think that the game was uh, impressive to me just because of the kind of... The tech. Like, the tech and, like, the vastness. The sheer size. Yeah, well, I mean, it was... I mean, yeah. It was really cool. Can you think of a single game bigger than that? Yeah. Um, and... My game's bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, though, right? Like, can... Can you honestly think of a game that is larger than No Man's Sky? No, you know? I was just saying, I was just making a size joke. I was about to call uh, Ryan a size queen. She, no, I get you. Yeah, she's talking about uh, her boys, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but more impressive than that though was just the turnaround that that game had over that that it's had over the last four years, which like you know they got their you know, their well-deserved criticism 
but then yep. they, they still went to work on the game. They have been working on the game over four years, and like they just keep putting out update after update after update, which like just keeps making the game better and better and better. And it's amazing because I don't think that a lot of um, you know, I not a lot of like you don't see that a lot. A lot of the time, like if the game is bad when it comes out, then it just stays bad, and and they make a new one. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, I guess we'll just try again with the sequel. You know? Oh, Fallout seventy six? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they added NPCs, which is you know. No, they actually still haven't. I believe. Really? I believe their, it has still yet to happen. All, I could be wrong. Because all their ads say NPCs are here, so. Okay, maybe they're here finally. Uh, they, uh, let me tell you something. They were supposed to be here like a year ago. But the fact that that's uh, <laughs> the fact that the fact that that's in your advertising is. Uh, yeah. It's absurd it's to me. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. to me. Um, it's just straight nanners. Yeah, it's just it's you know what impresses nanners. me about about No Man's Sky is uh, Hello Games impresses me about No Man's Sky just because like we've talked about it before, but like if you look at the two or three games that they did before this, what was it Danger Dave or something like that? Danger. Oh, Joe, Joe Danger. Joe Danger. Uh, yeah. yeah, like yeah, exactly. If you look at Joe Danger, right? It's crazy to think that it's the same people. Yeah. That's fucking nuts, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, now I still think that... I mean, I, I've talked about that game enough, but... Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I got Doom 2016 on here, which is... Mm. Uh, it's No surprise. I don't know. What, what can I say that I haven't already said? That game is fantastic. That game is amazing. I just feel like... One of the, one of the, um, reservations that I had about it before I saw anything, uh, for the game was like, like how do you, how do you make what is a modern Doom like what it like what does that what is that game you know, um, and then getting to play it it was just like, it felt like this revelation you know like just like this modernization of a classic formula and like with like new mechanics that feel like organic. And really, like, feel like they belong in the experience it was just, it's just amazing. And you know what's funny about it is like, I like that game a lot, but it does not feel like Doom. You know, it does not feel like Doom one or two or or three for that matter, right? Like, twenty sixteen uh, is very much like, go to this room. Yeah, you're locked in the room. Kill the monsters. You're locked in here with go me. to the next room, right? And like, <laughs> and like the other Dooms. Yeah, I guess they did that once in a while, you know, but not like that wasn't the way the game was made. I, I think that uh, Doom 2016 is very much a Doom in spirit, maybe not so much in execution. Right. Uh, yeah. Because uh, I think that it, it very much embodies what Doom is, uh, but it kind of it has you performing the actions in a very distinctly different way. Mm. Um but it feels like one of the things that was really cool to me was it was fast in the way that shooters of that era had been. And it was just, it, it was kind of a, uh, I, when it comes to shooters, I'd always, I always kind of lean toward like the, like the faster, more off the wall shooters, like, like bullet storm and shit like that. Like I, those are just cooler to me. Um, and having a game come out that wasn't, you know, another, like, tactical shooter 
which you know no no thing against those but you know i've always had more fun with with this kind of game <laughs> and it was just it just felt it was really cool to feel like kind of a uh a throwback influence uh in like a kind of a modern packaging and it was it's just the game's yeah awesome. it's it's very cool it's cool to see that uh you know like doom it's like street fighter right like it's 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 uh you know street fighter 2 wasn't the first right sure. yeah but it was the one that you, that you point to uh, because of its popularity and its success and yeah. and all of that. And, and, and like, and twenty sixteen very much brought back a dead genre, right? Like a dead type of shooter. Yeah. Even though there were other games doing it uh, at the time, right? A medieval and dusk and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, argu- arguably mechanically better, but uh, you know, twenty sixteen has that budget, right? And they can afford the commercials, and they're going to sell way more. Uh, and, and, that's, and that's a good thing, you know. Yeah, they have the nostalgia for sure. Just a really cool fucking game. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, I and I, I kind of threw like, so Mortal Kombat uh, over the last ten years, like I've just, I've just been loving it the entire time. But like, I kind of point to Mortal Kombat Nine in the way that it kind of just really it it revitalized that franchise in a way that I did not expect. Yeah. Um, especially like after the, after the two games, like no, after the three games that preceded it, like I just did not, that is not what I expected. I did not expect, I did not expect to, to see them go back to like a 2d, uh, 2d plane. I did not expect, uh, you know, I didn't, I definitely didn't expect, you know, a, a fleshed out story mode and a mortal Kombat game, which is like, the cool, the funny, yeah. the funny thing is that like, like they've always like the lore of Mortal Kombat has always been there, but it always was just like a, uh, it always kind of felt like um, a movie. Well, well, it, it always it felt like because they they didn't really put it front and center like, like well, it's always been dumb. Yeah, right. Like even now, it's fucking dumb. Yeah, but but it's it's, it, it's entertaining. It, well, it's you entertaining. Know? Yeah, and it's 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 cohesive in a way that right. like, it hadn't been before. And... Well, look. Oh, go ahead. My favorite thing about Nine, other than its gameplay, is the fact that they somehow made a sequel, a reboot, and a remake in the same title. Right. And it worked. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like Nine wouldn't have been successful without Street Fighter Four. Sure. But like, it's there, and Nether in my opinion, has have yet to make a game to that standard. Uh, since then, you know, uh, Nine's a fantastic game. It's probably the best game that studio has made, uh, just as far as you know, a fighting game goes, right? Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, Nine Nine's just awesome, uh, awesome I game. Uh, I don't know, Eleven's pretty excellent, but um, uh, nothing nothing is bad about Eleven, right? Like it's visually far more impressive, right? Uh, They've got license for certain things, which Nine had very few, right? They had what well, they had, Freddy Krueger <laughs> and Kratos in the PlayStation version, right? Yeah. But, uh, but like, from a gameplay standpoint, the simplification of NRS uh, kind of makes me sad. Uh, it's interesting to see them go from, like, like, the whole, like, just 
off the wall like super fast gameplay of mm-hmm. nine and uh, of nine and ten to what is uh, definitely a more deliberate and and slower game right uh, but that said that game just still plays really great but um yeah I just it just the Mortal Kombat took a like a turn that I did not expect like after like what they had been doing for like um years before that um, well they kind of had to right yeah i think that if they i think that if they had kept on their on the path that they were on then that franchise would just be dead yeah. um but uh then i have uh virtual cop and uh, unexpected yeah unexpected virtual cop man so uh like most people my age i played lethal enforcers before i played virtual cop and with lethal enforcers no matter where you shot them the animation was the same uh yeah. but with virtual cop you could shoot them in the leg you shoot the gun out of their hand uh you could shoot them uh you could shoot them in the head and they like they twirl around all crazy uh and well in virtual cop 2 like if you shoot them in the head they do a little backflip which was pretty neat uh but yeah uh virtual cop was uh was really cool because like I I never seen any like at that point I never played a light gun game where that where the characters reacted to where you shot them and uh, or light gun game where you can do the game in any uh, order and there were branching pads and it was just like this really cool it's like a really cool game that I spent uh, so much time with uh, specifically when um, so my mom. Uh, you know, she was, you know, uh, through most of the early parts of my life, she was in the Navy. And there were some, there were some Saturdays where I'd have to go to work with her. And uh, there was like a little, um, like recreation area near her office. And she would give me money to go uh, play video games that were in there. And I would just spend all my money on Virtual Cop. And it was the coolest fucking thing. And uh, yeah, the VX. Yeah. Had a little arcade in the front. Yeah, so. Virtual Cop was like I, I'd be lying if I said as a young child walking into an arcade that Virtual Cop was not impressive. It was yeah. definitely impressive. Um, but that lead, but when I was thinking of Virtual Cop, that immediately led me to Time Crisis, and Time Crisis like wowed me because of like I played so many light gun games up to that point, but not a single one where I could take cover and not get shot. And that was just the. That was Why just, would they let you do that? You it know? was just so cool to me. And like, <laughs> they want it, your money. Yeah, but it, like it yeah. was cool because it felt like being in an action movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was just, I had this like cool like every time like uh, you would you would go into cover and then you see the bullets ricocheting off the corner of the wall and it just it was just like yeah. a, <laughs> an awesome thing. Um, and I I played a few Time Crisis games uh, after the first one, but none of them have like had the same effect on me like none of them like affected me the same way that that first game did um then i have then i have um i have a couple of games on here that like tom impressed me before i played them uh the only thing is that uh one of the games i will never play because it no longer exists but um so back in the mid 2000s when sony was doing its its big push to show you the games that they had on them had on the that were they were gonna have on the console um and they were doctoring 
their trailers like crazy. Uh, I remember uh, the the infamous Killzone Two <laughs> uh, trailer. That's uh, the only one. Uh, uh, there's another one uh, that I'm gonna I'll mention in a second, but um, but yeah, that game like don't get me wrong, Killzone Two was still is still a fine game. Uh, naturally, nothing like that original, nothing like that actual trailer. But um, I just remember seeing that, and I was like, I was like, whoa, video games can do that. Like video games can be like that. That you can take like they look like this looks like a fucking movie. Uh, so that game had me impressed before I had ever played it. Like naturally, the actual game was way different, which you know was a whole other thing. Yeah. But there was another game that was it never came out, uh, but it was called uh, it was a game that had been announced called Eight Days, uh, which if you haven't seen the trailer for that game, I would strongly recommend you watch it. Um, and then be disappointed. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I watched that trailer, uh, like, a few weeks ago, and it, it still looks really badass. And like, that's like a, a gosh, I want to say that's a, a, a 15-year-old trailer at this point. But, like, it was just, like, it was just really cool. It's basically so, I don't know much about the game, except that I think you play as these two dudes who are after some bad guys and the whole trailer is like you're in this crazy car chase in like on some desert highway and um the trailer goes the trailer kind of seem seems to go seamlessly between uh gameplay and the trailer uh but it was really cool because like the playstation 3 had wasn't out at that point uh but it got me so excited because i was just like is this what we're gonna get when this thing comes out? Are these the kind of games that we're gonna see? Um, and they were just—it was just a really, really cool thing. And like, I was really looking forward to it. Um, but like I said, that game was canceled. So, um, and I mean, it's the same thing with like. I feel like, like those two are unfair to point out, though, right? Because like, I feel like most games of that generation did that. Like, Bioshock did that. Well, people ate that shit up. Well, I'm not, I'm not pointing them out because they were fake. I'm pointing them out because I was very impressed. Sure. Um, uh, and I and I actually I honestly do believe that with where video games are now, that both of those games could have been what they were in the trailer. I honestly think that. Um, maybe not then, but I think that they could be now. Me, I'm saying that as someone who's never made a video game and knows nothing about video game design. Uh, that's what I think. But um, yeah, I had there's I had like a bunch of others on this list, but like uh, those are the ones that I really wanted to that were the one to touch on. So, so uh, my list is not that long. Kingdom uh, Hearts, no, Sailor Moon drops. Not on my All list. Right. <laughs> Uh, so first one I have is Fatal Frame. Oh, cool. Uh, it's probably, like, one of the most, like, suspense, like, my first, like, suspenseful horror game Still I ever played. Uh, yeah, and I just, like, I remember being terrified of it, but also just, like, one of those things, like, I didn't know games could be like this. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, like, I remember being, like, That was, like, Ryan's leg out last. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. Um... Yeah, so it just was uh, StarCraft. 
uh, first strategy game I ever played mm. like that. And I just remember, like, I originally watching my dad play it and be like, what the fuck is that? Because uh, I didn't that know anything about father. it. No. No. <laughs> I was just, like, just, like amazed. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, like, I didn't label these, like, before I played them if I was impressed or not. Like, a lot, the, besides, like, really just one of them, the rest I didn't even know about until they somehow got around me. But I remember watching, uh the videos on L.A. Noir before it came out and being super impressed with like the facial like yeah. thing that they did with all the cameras and I mean just being like that's super impressive and amazing Fuck and when yeah, it came it out I still liked it yeah. hell yeah me too that game's badass yeah I remember just being super impressed I was like that's mm. so many cameras yeah <laughs> <laughs> So many screens on this one face. It has to be great. I'd I play that game and I'd be like, are there, are those? Well, I'm like Black Dahlia was such a big thing at the time. Oh you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's kind of weird, but it... for some reason that was a thing. Yeah, yeah that movie no, came it, out. Like, well, is that why? Yeah, that movie came out and that movie was sexy. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that movie was. There's, there's yeah. so much sexual tension between Aaron Eckhart and Scarlett Johansson and Josh Hartnett and. You just wanted to, I don't know. Let's let's move on before it gets too hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> it cannot well, possibly get what? too hot if Scarlett Johansson's involved. Sure. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so I never saw anything before this game came out. Um, but Bioshock One. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my roommates bought it, and like I just like I saw them playing it, and I was just like. This is amazing. Like I yep. like seeing them like walk through the hallways, seeing the like windows and like the animals, like the sea animals like going by, and you didn't have to like stand in a place or do something to trigger it. Yeah. Like it was just always beautiful, and like I was expecting it, and I don't know. I just like with like all the notes, the hearing like all the things on the recorders. Like I was super impressed by it. I guess remember being like. Just like regularly getting super stoked when like things would happen in it, yeah. And I like, I like the art style too. So I remember yeah. seeing uh, like pre-release coverage for that game uh, in Game Informer, and I was seeing the screenshots and like reading how they were talking about the game. And I remember being like, "This, how is this game real? Like, what the? Is this, is this game real? Because it like at the time, like all that shit, like like the like all the backgrounds and, and beautiful, the like that shit looked like it looked so real to me. So I thought that was really, I thought that was really cool. Really it's aged quite well, and like it's it, it did dumb things that have become just like modern game design uh, staples, right? Like when you cry, when the plane crashes in the water, like the fire and the reflection of the fire makes an arrow showing you where to go, and yeah. you wouldn't know that. You don't really see that, but something in your brain tells you, "Hey, this is where I'm supposed to go." Yeah, uh, like a lot of shit like that audio game. logs right like audio logs became like it, audio logs got to the point where people fucking hate them now right yeah uh, i still love them it's it's it is yeah. really interesting what that game did would you kindly and then um this is the last one that i have that i didn't like add on to one of y'all is uh kotor like 
I was super immersed in that game. I remember being like super excited to get my like lightsaber crystals. So I could make my lightsaber and I could choose what it looked like. And... Fucking dork. I don't know, Shade, yeah, I don't know why, I, but for like, some reason it came off as like super nerdy when you said light, lightsabers crystals. I don't know why that sounded yeah. so nerdy to me. Hyper crystals. <laughs> yeah. That's very funny. Yeah, I just, I really like Star Wars. Uh, I still do. And I just remember being like just really excited that I like was finally playing a game where I felt like I was in the Star Wars universe. Like, I wasn't doing fucking pod racing. I wasn't yeah. like doing some other like stupid bullshit. Like I hey, was playing Star Wars. Pod racer was badass. Fuck you. All right. Yeah, well, like a rock in the universe, <laughs> and probably holds up better than Kotor. Uh, but Your mom yes, holds Kotor, better Kotor, obviously awesome and impressive. Yeah, so I was just thinking about things that, like, I like genuinely was just like, wow, when I was playing it. Sure, sure. Or saw it, but yeah, that was my that was my my list. Did you get into Mass Effect at all? I know we've talked about this before, but I don't remember. You know. Uh, so I played a lot of Mass Effect 1, and then, yeah. so, like, 1, I realized that, like, they, like, doing certain things would affect certain routes. Yeah. So I... So you had to start of, over? So, yeah, a bunch. Uh, so, and then 2, because I got really annoyed with, like, starting over a lot, 2, I did play through and make sure I did all the right routes, but that one, I followed a walkthrough. So that one, I don't, <laughs> like, I, I played, but I just, like, I just followed the directions on that game. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's, I did okay, it. that's okay. If you had fun doing it, you know. Uh, but... I don't know that I necessarily would say if I had fun. I just was like, at this point, like, I need to be meticulous. And yeah. at this point, too, I Maybe felt you like I had. Have, then. <laughs> you know, because, well, like, is it two, like, like, everyone's favorite? I haven't played any of them, but don't people like two, right? Yeah, two is very, two uh, is excellent. Two is good. Uh, I just, like, at that point, I also was like, pretty shortly after like my star ocean experience and then i was playing another uh game as well around then too so i don't know i just feel like at that point i was just playing games to say i had played them instead of like yeah. actually enjoying them so you had to build up uh, your gamestop rep yeah basically yeah yeah so the one three came around and i like spent so much time on one had like Charge through two, which I know was enjoyable and like the storyline was beautiful and stuff like that, but like I didn't like. And then I played all through three, and then like to find out that the ending wasn't the same or the ending was the same for everybody, I was like, I was so mad. I mean, like I know a lot of people. How were dare mad, they? Yeah, how dare they? How but, dare like, they tell the story they, they want to tell? Yeah. A not as enjoyable experience with two yeah, for nothing. Fiduciary duty, you know. Yeah. Before we go. Um, I wanted to, I, I, Sinead, you're right. Uh, I have given Sandy a lot of shit on the show. I want to, I want to thank him. Uh, last week I was talking about Gundam and wanting to watch Gundam and he actually texted me for the show and, uh, gave me some Gundam recommendations. So I appreciate Did he tell you to watch Macross or Robotech or? He did not say that. Um, No. But uh, but thank you, Sandy. I appreciate that. And in return, I will give you a tip. Um, in Street Fighter Five, get better at Street Fighter. In Street Fighter Five, <laughs> it's back to block. Just so you know. Wow. So. Wow. You're so rude, Sandy. I love you. And you're Holy wonderful. Holy shit, Ryan. That's a good one. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> yeah, he heard you. Cool. All right. All right, Shanae. I just feel like. 
I just feel like you've gone too many weeks of laying into Sandy here. Mm-hmm. I feel like both of y'all are super mean to Sandy. Mm-hmm. He's just a nice man doing mm-hmm. things for the Texas missions. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I'm very just... nice to that man. Yeah. Sandy is a beautiful human being, and I love him very y'all much. Y'all need to buy him stuff. I'm not buying him shit. I don't, I don't have money like that. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. He like he. Uh, I got my stimulus check. Y'all need I'm to give. Y'all, y'all need to. For McDonald's. <laughs> buy so. buy talisman and all of the expansions. You won't regret it. <laughs> I already don't want to play it yeah. from hearing you talk about it. You're actually starting to make it sound like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And they get your friends to play. <laughs> but uh, yeah. On that note, um. Buy Talisman, become under one of my branch, um, be a boss babe, hit us up on all our social media, <laughs> and mm, bye guys. Bye. <laughs>